Hi, everyone. You're listening to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. I hope everybody is well. Thanks for joining me on pre my previous episodes of this podcast. Um, it's uh, it's something that I love doing. And um, I'm going to go somewhere completely and utterly different this week. I'm going to look at uh, the afterlife and what happens when we actually do pass what I call experience a death and a rebirth. This uh, topic arose because I uh, I actually did a spooky Halloween uh, reading for my patrons on my patron channel, and there were I did a shout out for what what do you what sort of things do you want to know about, and by and large the majority was around uh, death and dying, the afterlife, and then there was one particular question from a patron is a ghost permanently or temporarily lost between two worlds or does it exist in the afterlife and just choose to come here and visit have i marianne seen a ghost and if so yes has it ever been a family member there's big big questions there um we'll break it down a little bit is a is a ghost permanently or temporarily lost between two worlds or does it exist in the afterlife and just come here to visit? I think it's both. I feel that even for those that a that choose to remain earthbound, if I can use that term, there is always still a choice about what they do. Um, do they evolve? Uh, do they move forward uh, in kind of cliched terms toward the light? Do they go to the light? Um, so I think, uh, the choice that an earthbound uh, spirit will make or can make is entirely on their own learning because they're still earthbound and they still have to learn, uh, if they move toward the light and they, uh, join with spirit or God, meet their, up with their loved ones then the choices are very simple there because it's an absolute loving environment. But if that's the case, why do ghosts choose ghosts? <laughs> why do people choose to stay on this earth instead of go, going toward what is inf an infinitely most beautiful existence in the afterlife? Well, I believe there are a few reasons for that. Uh, you know that you can have unfinished business you know, where that an injustice, a grave injustice may have been committed and, and the earthbound spirit is looking for a way to tell the truth, looking for some sort of justice. Others still uh, want to be close to loved ones um, on, a, on this earth um, and so they choose to stay close. It can be a loved person or it can be a loved home, for example, not wanting to leave the earthly earthly realm and their old life. Some of it can be fear, fear what is beyond the light. What happens if I have to do a life review and I've been a, a terrible person in this life? Um, so there's this fear of for those who believe in hell, of going to hell. And so they 
would rather turn away from the light, take their chances in the earthly realms, than move, move toward the afterlife. I think this next category is probably quite interesting because some who some who who just don't believe in life everlasting or life or the afterlife they're atheists or agnostic atheist or both and they you you've heard it said look there's nothing there but darkness you you hear them say that you know, I, I one of our most famous media moguls said exactly that. He uh, had a near-death experience and and came back and said, no, no, it was only darkness. It was only darkness. But it's his belief that there's only darkness that that was responsible for that for him seeing what he what he believed. And so, for these type of people, and if you haven't read Eben Alexander's Proof of Heaven, you should. He was a neurosurgeon that uh, did actually die and was put into a coma and uh, hadn't really believed in the afterlife uh, prior to his death, his near-death experience. And so he had to start to develop his higher consciousness. So he spent this period in darkness to begin with. And then as he started to realise seek more, want more, believe more, have faith in more, he started then to move up from that darkness to those higher realms. It's an interesting concept, isn't it, what it actually is hell? Is hell this darkness of our own making? You say, uh, you know, something is hell on earth. I've been living hell on earth when things are at their dark, darkest. It's the ability to see, perceive the light, perceive the awareness of light. And what is the light if it's not love, the light of love? In all these cases, in these earthbound spirits, the learning goes on while they're earthbound. If someone is attached to a home, for example, that they lived in, new people will move in. Perhaps they don't even know that they've passed away. They're living in this in-between state where time is all, almost, well, time as we know it is, is still. However, the time is measured through their awareness, their growing awareness. Perhaps new people move in, move on or move into their home. Perhaps they suddenly look around and realise their attachment to this place. Perhaps they long to be reunited with their loved ones. Whatever that heartfelt desire is, they will manifest something that will open up and allow them to, as we so often say, move toward the light. But it's like a state for earthbound spirits. It's like a state of chrysalis as uh, a transformation that takes place. The other part of the question that I thought was quite uh, interesting was, do spirits come and go? Absolutely. And the best example of this is uh, your loved ones. They will come and visit you when your grief is not so overpowering and your vibration is reasonably high. They will be allowed that that 
then allows them to come through and communicate with you. I feel that our loved ones are close by when we need them the most, when we need their strength, watching over us, communicating with us in whatever way they can, whatever way they're allowed to, just sending us love, sending us their strength, allowing us to know that they're nearby. They're never very far away from us and the thing that connects us is the love the love we had for them and the love they had for us how do i know any of this <laughs> well <laughs> i've experienced a lot of it the part of the question asked do i see ghosts i do i see uh what I would call apparitions physically with my own eyes. I see and feel the orbs that show up in my videos. I have clear audience, so I hear a lot. I have had my passed over parents speak to me clairaudiently, warn me actually. I also perceive passed over or spirit uh, clairvoyantly as well. So I might see the outline of spirit in a room and straight away uh, if I activate my third eye, I will see the image of who that who that person is. Sometimes I have seen shadow people. Um and I don't mean shadow people as in being afraid of shadow people. I mean perhaps somebody that maybe just just looks over you and our earthly eyes are perceiving a darkness rather than a light. I've sat at my relative's deathbed and I've seen both the miracle miracles and much much harshness, much much to be sad about occur as well when deaths have been particularly painful and drawn out. However, I do know that I believe, I have witnessed that um, people know when they're going to pass. They know the hour of their passing. In both my parents' case, I, they knew when they would pass. Uh, in some cases, they waited before they passed, before they let go. In others, they waited till I was no longer in the room and then passed, telling me to go, and then they passed, knowing that whatever last uh, images I had of them um would be one of living, not death. So what happens when we pass? We have out that belief. We have attained a level of evolution because that's why we're here in this life, to evolve and to move into our higher expression of our higher selves. What happens when we pass? Many documented near-death experiences all have the, the, the same thing in common. Those that pass over are met by loved ones. 
who either shepherd you or take you toward the light. Sometimes they're waiting beyond the light for you to welcome you home. And I have visited the afterlife in uh, on the ancestral plane. And I have uh, come to what I would call home and be, be, and I have been greeted by many faces I didn't know, but but told me wordlessly I was part of their soul family and they were overjoyed to greet me, overjoyed, so much love radiating, so much belonging, so much, it was beautiful. So we shouldn't fear, we shouldn't fear the afterlife, we shouldn't uh, fear earthbound spirits, we just need to approach that in the right way. Approach approach it with understanding, awareness and love that the intention that we, um, if, if you do, if you are having psychic experiences, you are picking up on ghosts. We've just come off the back of Halloween when the veil was at its thinnest. I was seeing, I was seeing spirit all the time in the 24 hours on either side of Halloween. It was quite um well, it would have been unnerving if I had feared it, but it was quite, um, it was welcome and um, at the same time very interesting for me when I perceived so much light. If you are having experiences, uh, don't fear them. Go in there with the right intention to, to love, with the light of awareness because that is what, again, could make a difference to an earthbound uh, earthbound spirit experiencing that light. It is a uh, difficult time in the world at the moment, and my previous podcasts uh, take step us through that in the Middle East. Um, there probably are people who are wondering, well, how can spirit allow so much innocent uh, innocent suffering, innocent deaths, thousands and thousands and thousands, 1,700, I think, Israelis, 9,000 uh, Palestinians, many of these on both sides, children. How can this happen? Very hard to find a, a, a good answer for that. However, I do know that when the worst of things occur in our lives, it's generally because we've chosen that when we've come into this life. It's part of our blueprint that we signed up to before we came here and that everything has meaning and everything has purpose, even if we can't see that purpose at this time. Perhaps the unification between the Arabs, the Arab populations and the Western populations all calling for the same thing and the, the Jews who are calling for ceasefire and the end of bloodshed, all those, all those calls for peace. Perhaps it is now, perhaps it is this time when a two-state solution is possible. If it's not possible now, I don't know when it will be. Okay, so uh, let's have a look at uh, why should we have no fear of death. I'm using the 
what is it? The Golden Universal Tarot deck. Let's give the deck a really good shuffle. Why should we have no fear? No fear. Why should we have no fear of dying? Why should there be no fear of dying? Please show me clearly. Why should we have no fear of dying? Why should we have no fear of dying? And I want to say that Spirit's giving me an image that at the point of death, uh, I think the soul actually does leave the body. Uh, and I'm not, wouldn't be the first uh, clairvoyant medium, psychic medium to say there's a level of protection for those that face violent death in that they are taken from their body at the time of the attack and do not suffer. That is what I'm seeing. So why should we have no fear of death? Show me clearly, please. Why should we have no fear? It's a victory. As what I'm seeing, it's a, it's a victory. It's wish fulfillment. It's our desires fulfilled. It is always our desire in bred into us to go home, to go home to our real families, our families, our passed over loved ones, those that we may have spent countless other lifetimes with that we can't, don't even perceive with these earthly eyes, it is a wish fulfilled to return home. At the time of passing, there, there are decisions to make. Maybe that's why people fear uh, that because they know they have to make a decision to accept and to give and receive love. It is unity. It is unity with our loved ones. I'm holding up the two of cups. The contracts that we made to love, to love those of our earth, earthly family and our soul families. We leave the abuse of uh, the being human inevitably, inevitably brings. Remember that we are here to learn how not to abuse our power, how to manage others that may be abusing theirs. It's all a learning, how not to take from anyone else. It's all a learning curve. But that that's in the past for those that choose to head toward the light. We have beautiful, with that Queen of Pentacles there, we have everything we need. It is actually like, um, as you would imagine, a beautiful garden. Whatever your vision of um, abundance and having everything you need, whatever your vision is, yours might be different to mine. But that's what's waiting us, waiting for us. We have perfect equilibrium with the temperance angel showing up. Emotional peace, emotional equilibrium and security. There is no insecurity and no emotional despair. 
in the afterlife. Some uh, say uh, here I have the Six of Swords, uh, that old, uh, I think it's Roman or Greek mythology about crossing the River Styx uh, and going to the underworld. This is, this is about the crossing. And it is moving out of our earthly troubled waters toward a state of perfection. However, I continue to pick up with the Seven of Cups that choice, the choice about where we go and how we go, to which state we go to. When I say state, now, some of us uh, might not be ready to ascend to the higher, the higher states may choose to, to, to do work at a certain level. Some of us may choose to be earth, earth angels, for example, or guides to our loved ones that are left behind. It is about choices and making the right choices when we pass over. There is nothing to fear. This is uh, the wheel of fortune in the hopes and fears. Those that hope for that, believe in that, have faith in that. Your faith and belief is well-founded. And we get to work with others to create something absolutely beautiful. I don't think we just go into the afterlife and and sit around uh, all day, you know, we are still in service to others in the afterlife, working with others, creating with others, building with others. Bravery, courage, stepping forward. We'll speed the journey to the afterlife. No fear. Remember I said fear can hold you back. Believe. And there's the six of wands. Why should we have no fear? Because it is a victory to leave our, what is it, earthly coils <laughs> behind, to leave this earthly life and move to something beautiful, to heaven if that's what you want to call it. All right, that's the uh, podcast for today. Thank you very much for tuning in, uh, and I'll be back again with another podcast soon. You're listening to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light.